Hey everyone, welcome to Dopamine, C-Note here. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the show that is like Gordon Ramsay, just screaming and yelling until you fix yourself. <laughs> uh, today on the show, we're talking about, um, what are we talking about today? I, I've got like five hours of sleep last night, so I'm like real, real foggy. This is like going to be a pattern. Like we're we're kind of readjusting our schedule a little bit uh, over the next few days. Uh, Molly starts a new job on Monday, and that's um, going to kind of change my schedule too. Because you know, with her around, I like to spend time with her. So I want to make sure that like my work schedule kind of matches hers, or some semblance of it does. So you know, it means that my schedule is shifting too. And sometimes when my schedule shifts, I'm leading, uh, I'm dealing with a little bit of. Um, uh, mood change. So I'm definitely going through a bit of mania right now, but also just tired as I adjust to trying to figure out like, cause she's going to go to bed fairly early and then I'm going to kind of stay up and do some work and stuff. And there's just some things with that that I'm still not really used to based on my previous life and all that stuff. And then things that I've allowed myself to do or whatever. So it's a challenge. Um, anyway, after all that, <laughs> uh, today on the show, we're talking about having patience with development diversity, uh, essentially saying that it is helpful for us as individuals to understand that many people in our lives are learning things, experiencing things and expressing things from varying stages of personal development. Uh, that and by acknowledging that's uh, well, that by acknowledging that someone is working through their own things at their own pace, we can learn to have more patience to let them work through what they need to work through. That it isn't universal, and it's not an excuse. This isn't a universal idea, essentially, and it's not an excuse to allow abuse, nor is it uh, an excuse to uh, be elitist about your stage of development. Um, and it is not one of the. It's not a. It's not about one person being better than the other, but acknowledging and respecting everyone's journey. So grab your walking stick and come along the path to understanding each other on this latest episode of Dopamine. D -d 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 Dopamine. Let's go. Drums, Hey guys, welcome to the show. I hope you're doing well. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday is usually a pretty good day for people. You kind of, uh, you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. If you're a nine to five Monday to Friday kind of person, it's a, it's a nice day to just get in the middle of it and figure out where your priorities are for the week. And um, sometimes that can really help keep you focused a little bit. Um, for me, I honestly, I couldn't sleep at all last night. I was up until like 4.30. So I woke up at like 11.30 in the morning. So I, I did get a full night's sleep, but I'm a little disoriented. <laughs> so I, I apologize in advance for being a little all over the place. But, um, you know, for me, uh, I, I've been into this space where I've just been kind of uh, there's a lot of things I'm focusing on. I've got my three main pillars of business, but there are a lot of little things in between. There's a lot of, basically there are a lot of puzzle pieces all over the place and my brain's a bit scattered. So it's actually really nice to have this podcast so I can just kind of like, okay, let's record. Let's forget about all that for now. Let's do this stuff. So again, I can't, I can't thank you guys enough because we just passed 30,000 listens all time which is amazing. 30,000 people listening to my voice. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, 
you know, and I, I've had a lot of people see my work in the past. I've worked in, um, in design campaigns and stuff like that, uh, where I've had millions of people see my work through film campaigns, but no one knows it's me. And there's just something special about people getting to know me and listening to this podcast and learning about what I do through this podcast, that it's, it's just an incredible thing. So thank you so much. It, it really helps me get out of bed in the morning. And if I have nothing else that I want to focus on or feel good about it, this podcast gives me something to feel good about and focus on. So just a quick thank you for that. And before we carry on also, uh, if you go into the notes of this podcast, if you're listening on iTunes or uh, Anchor or anywhere, in the notes there's a link to a survey just to kind of help me get to know the audience a little bit better. And just a heads up that there is an email form, meaning you will submit your email for um, for email marketing and uh, different deals and uh, explicit not explicit, <laughs> exclusive, not explicit content, uh, exclusive content for me to provide you with as I continue to go on. Did I mention I'm a little foggy? <laughs> um, so um, today I wanted to talk about people being in different stages of development and developing patience for that when you're having conflict or scouring the internet or um, you know approaching different types of people. I think, I think there are a couple of different ways to look at this. One, uh, if you're a marketing type of person trying to connect with different people, first of all, I think it's important for everyone to know that anyone that you talk to is not necessarily going to be the person that is ideal for you is your ideal client, as the gorillas put it, your ideal client avatar. Um, so not everyone is going to be in the same stage of de development. And I don't want to say this in an elitist kind of way, because who's to say what kind of development is better than someone else's kind of development. But all I'm saying is that people are going to be in different phases of their lives. They're going to be in different levels of maturity. They're going to be learning different lessons. They're going to be doing different things. They're going to have different experiences. Everyone has bias that has been put onto them and in different ways in life. And, um, you know, there are cultural bias, there's generational stuff, there's, um, all sorts of social issues. There's, uh, different perspectives based on what you're surrounded by, what kind of news you watch or what kind of, uh, YouTube channels you watch or what kind of podcasts you listen to. They're going to be different people of different ilks, uh, doing different things all the time. And that's part of the beauty of conflict, actually. And the beauty of conversation, the beauty of connecting with other people is that you're exposed to new things. Um, so for me, that is, that's, that's really a wonderful aspect of it, right? Uh, and we don't always look at it that way. We kind of look at other people's perspectives, other people's lives, other people's experiences as a threat to ours. Because we're... I think a lot of us are used to other people trying to push their own agenda on people, especially in a capitalist society. We're trying to sell things to people. We're trying to get people to follow us along. We're trying to get people to do what we need them to do. Uh, there's a lot of controlling behavior within relationships, uh, within family dynamics. A lot of things are taken for granted. A lot of people are taken for granted. Uh, a lot of people are not even seen as people, especially parent to child relationships. It's really easy for a parent to forget that the child is their own person and not just an extension of the parent. So there are just a lot of 
complicated things going on. Sometimes there's a lot of undoing that needs to happen. There's a lot of unlearning. And for me, I've had to unlearn a lot of behaviors within within my current relationship. I've realized that there are a lot of behaviors that I have been given that I've been um, that I, that I've been uh, reinforcing a lot of stereotypes that I've been reinforcing. And with my decisions that I've made with like, you know, the women that I've chose to be with in my life and uh, other relationships that I've brought close to me that I've surrounded myself with a lot of cliches for lack of a better word and stereotypes because I felt like that was all that I was worthy of. And I've had to unlearn a lot of that stuff from my current relationship because she has really shown me a level of support and appreciation and caring and just affection in ways that I just never thought I would ever be worthy of or ever feel possible for me. So, you know, that is a sign that I'm in a different stage of growth in my life. And, uh, you know, there are different signs for different people and different things. So what I mean by that is that people are going to be approaching situations based on, you know, again, what they've been exposed to, the stereotypes they've been exposed to, um, and the ideas that they've been exposed to, and whether or not they've faced adversity, whether or not they've been challenged in any kind of way, uh, and whether or not they've been open to having discussions with people. We were watching last night, we were watching a, um, um, there's that uh, uh, that Gordon, new Gordon Ramsay show that like 24 hours to hell and back or something like that, where he does basically like the kitchen nightmares thing, but he does it in 24 hours. It's the same kind of model basically, but it's faster. It's more efficient, which really fits Gordon Ramsay's ENTJ personality type. <laughs> and, uh, he is just so, um, he's so good at that. He's such an efficient guy, but he's really good at people dynamics in like a no nonsense kind of way. But um, point being, there was the first episode. If you watch the first episode, there's this guy who is the business owner and he's very much, you know, you feel a lot of sympathy for this guy. He's doing a, he's, he's a lot of yelling. He's doing a lot of um, emotional projection, but he's also distraught. You know, he lost his brother. He's letting his family down. He feels like he's letting his family down. He's, he's taking money from his dad to keep the business going and things like that. And he is going through a lot essentially. So anyone who's watching it is like, Oh man, I don't say anyone, but a lot of people who are watching it are going to be like, why is this guy doing this? Like what's wrong with him? Like, why is he yelling? Why is he being like that? Why is he treating his family like that? But there are a lot of people that do that to each other all the time, but we just don't see it because we're the one in it. You know, he doesn't, he probably doesn't see that. He probably doesn't see that he's the one, being that way, that he's feeling this, this, these intense emotions. He, he's not necessarily aware of what he's missing. He's not aware that there is something beyond this current feeling. He's not aware that there is a, a way out of this. There's a way to growth. There's a way to move forward. There's a way to move on. There's a way to, uh, to, to move forward and move on while remembering your past and appreciating it. And, um, you know, throughout the episode, he was just a really stubborn guy. He was just pushing people away. He was um, talking over people. He was just like, woe is me. He was definitely playing the classic victim of everything is my fault. Everything is me. I'm a terrible person. Everything is wrong. I'm letting my family down. And, um, <clears throat> you know, every everything falls on me. And <clears throat> um, in relation to, like, the drama triangle, which I talked about last week, and other topics – 
of growth, you know, it, it's, it's a challenge to realize when you're in it. And sometimes you're, you realize it too late. It could be days, weeks, months, years that you're in it. Um, that happened with, you know, my marriage respectfully. And I'm sure that happened to a lot of people in marriage situations or in, um, other parent to child dynamic relationships or at jobs, things like that. You don't always realize that something is, is going on or something needs to change until you're really knee deep in it. And that could be a challenge, you know? So for yourself as a person being aware that, that you, that, that there is always another stage of development. There's always a reason, a way to grow from the current situation. So like, that's why I'm being careful about, using the term development, because I'm not saying that there is like a a pedestal that someone needs to get to. Everyone's development is different. And I say development only because like, you know, we grow and mature as people as we go. It doesn't always look the same. You know, someone could be a mature person and still use harsh language. Someone could, and, and someone else could look at that and say like, that person's not developed. They're still using harsh language, but harsh language doesn't necessarily universally mean that they are an underdeveloped person. You know, it's, it's, there are, there are some unwritten rules, (laughs) I guess you could say about maturity, but again, it's about sort of everyone's personal journey and everyone's personal journey is going to be different. So, um, I'm going to take a break and coalesce on that while you listen to the, the quick ad spot and then we'll, uh, we'll continue after the break. Okay. So, um, Basically, I'm talking about all of this, and welcome back, by the way. <laughs> Basically, I'm talking about all of this, uh, personal development stages and maturity and all of that stuff, because it is certainly one of the main reasons for such mass conflict these days. Aside from the internet and uh, the interconnectivity, we are, we are in a phase of life that is unique in history. This is the most over-communicated time in history, for sure. People are talking to each other. We're sharing thoughts. We're sharing individual thoughts. We're sharing thoughts with each other. We're sharing opinions. We're sharing facts. We're sharing fake facts. We're sharing um, news. We're sharing uh, things that we think we know. And it's a challenge because everybody's at different phases of development. Again, as I said, Um, some people are going to be using logic a little bit more efficiently and being able to evenly see both sides of the coin a little bit more objectively. Some people are going to be more emotion focused and fueled by that. And some people are going to be more, um, efficient in their wording and not necessarily be concerned or care about someone else's emotional state. So it becomes a challenge. That's why I've been so fascinated and amazed by the Myers-Briggs system, which again, you can like sign up for my courses at supermbti.training and, um, check out, like, I've been so obsessed with it because it's not only about learning my type, it's been about learning how other people are and creating a sense of patience. And really that's the goal here is like, I want to help people to instill a sense of patience in the conflicts that they are having. You know, we are having discussions online, we're talking to other people, but we just assume that because someone's different than us, that they're an idiot, that they're stupid, that they're, you know, they have poor education or whatever. You know, and um, we insult people, but like, you know, context is, you know, there are different kinds of intelligences and there are different ways that people approach the world and people have different experiences and they have different educational experiences. For example, like I grew up in Philadelphia and the school system is shite (laughs) and uh, I basically just kept my head down and 
you know, learned all the basics and worked through it and, and tried to get through it as much as possible. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get out of this. This is what life is. I wish YouTube was around when I was a kid. I would have just learned that way, honestly. And, um, you know, my school system was kind of like a prison system. Like the schools literally look like prisons, like, you know, concrete and, uh, metal on the, on the windows and stuff like that. Um, I showed Molly <laughs> my old schools and she was like, Oh my God, this is terrible. And I'm like, well, yeah, this was my normal for a very long time. I, I don't think I was exposed. You know, I thought that the, the high schools from like, uh, you know, saved by the bell and like movies were just all fake. Like that they were, you know, I've seen like high schools have like courtyards and kids walk outside and I'm like, what, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, you know, so I see that on TV and I just only assume that it's like, it's, it only exists on TV because that's not my experience. And I think that that happens for a lot of people too. Like they just don't know what to believe. It becomes really tricky. Like, like how do you believe someone else's experience if it's not indicative of my own experience? You know, it's, it's really hard to connect those dots, especially if you're not a person that is like, mm, for, for, for lack of a better word, like logically adept. If you're not a person that is like, like considering all of the angles, if that's not your natural speed, then it's going to take more work to consider someone else's perspective. You're only going to look at yours and it takes time and maturity and learning to be able to do that. So I think it's important for people having conflict, especially on the internet or in person or wherever to choose your battles. I mean, again, it's not about you being better than the other person, but if you can feel like this person is maybe not on the same wavelength as you, and I say same because it's not the same in terms of, I don't mean the same level, but I, I mean, wavelength, like you're in the similar stage of life. Maybe you have a similar way of approaching the world and you know, you want to find a healthy balance between someone that will challenge you, but also be willing to talk to you. Uh, I'm way more than happy to talk to someone who is, you know, I'm, I'm not a classic conservative in any kind of way. Um, I'm more of a, I don't know, I'm like a middle left, I guess you can say. Um, I don't know. I don't really like to define because I try to reset every few years um, and, you know, go with what I feel is right at the time. Uh, but, you know, I'm willing to listen to other people's perspectives and other people's views. Another good example of that is like, I'm not a religious person by any means. And I've definitely had conversations uh, with my dad in particular. My dad uh, was a type of, what was a person, is a person, he's not dead, <laughs> but um, I'm referencing who he used to be. And he was a person that used to be very, very religious, meaning like literally reciting the Bible and using that as a means to try to connect with me. And um, that's just not something that I ever, ever, ever connected with ever since I was like six years old. And it's just not something that I've want, ever wanted in my life. But it took him a lot of time to adjust to that idea, to that notion, because he was also learning for himself. He was learning for himself that, you know, through his own personal development, through religion and through the Bible and all of that stuff. But he just didn't have anyone to connect with on that level. And he wanted to connect with his son and I understand and respect and appreciate that. Um, but he wasn't really taking the time to learn about what I wanted and what I wanted, what appealed to me and certainly would just occasionally try to 
sort of just like injected into the conversation and he would kind of lose me, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, anyone else that tries to push anything on you is, um, is, is just not going to be on the same wavelength as you, you know, and, and it could be, you could be it parallels. You could be talking about similar types of maturity, but you could be in completely different worlds. And sometimes that's really hard, but I did the best that I could to listen to him and be aware. I was definitely a lot less patient when I was younger and having it happen over and over again, you know, doesn't help with that patience, but uh, it's certainly nice to be able to listen to that because over time and through talking with Molly about her past and other people that I've spoken to, uh, a really good example of that was uh, having a conversation with Bob Dudley, who um, I had an interview with him a few weeks ago. Uh, so if you go back a few weeks on this podcast, you can listen to that episode. Um, he He's a religious person, but he's not such a, he's not like a evangelist in the sense that it's like obnoxious. <laughs> you know, I really like him. Uh, he's a good man. And over time, it's it helped me to understand um, that my father and I, in particular, were we were going along the same path, but in parallel. And when we tried to connect, we would just like, you know, there was lightning. It would clash. And um, we just weren't ready to connect yet. And that's really well, I'm, what I'm trying to get to is that like over time, I learned the value of religion. I learned over, I learned over time of discussing with him, like what his perspective was and understanding how it helped him get to that point and seeing that development from him has helped me gain a sense of uh, respect and appreciation for how people use religion in a positive way. Um, I think there are still plenty of people who use religion poorly, but it's also no different than an atheist who thinks that everyone should is stupid for believing in religion. Right. So again, it's like, the, it's just different people in different stages of development, you know? So I think the religion example is a really good one because someone who is a, and I've had conversations with Molly about this because she's, she grew up in a, um, you know, kind of a conservative Christian uh, uh, situation. And she was essentially, she said that she was, you know, that, that environment that she was kind of raised in uh, had a sense of elitism to it. And I think that happens with a lot of, communities and and things that are trying to evangelize uh something but um that religion in particular she was um sort of raised to evangelize it and trying to help people and there was a sense of elitism that came with it and then on the other token i was just this like isolated atheist <laughs> that was always i couldn't respect anyone who believed in religion because it made zero sense to me like why 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 do you need something to explain you know, something that can be explained or why do you need something to explain that something that can't be explained? Cause sometimes not explaining something is an explanation. Um, but it's, you know, it, it was the same level of development because I had my own version of elitism going on and she had her own version of elitism going on and we've both developed and uh, in our own ways and our own path. And those paths just happened to cross. So you're going to help, you're going to cross paths in a healthy way with people that are going to resonate with you on the same wavelength, on the same maturity level, on the same path in life, you know, trying to gain a sense of freedom. Uh, a good example of this also is uh, the graves model, which is something that I've only recently learned about. Um, so I'm, I'm, basically encouraging you to go check that out. Um, the Graves model is like a, uh, um, uh, what's the word? A vertical model. I don't know why I forgot the word vertical. As I'm getting older, I'm forgetting more words. <laughs> I understand people more now. Um, 
vertical model. Um, and sometimes I feel like, I feel like Molly's judging me sometimes because I <laughs> forget words all the time and I'm like, stop it. I'm only three years older than you. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. She doesn't do that. Um, but the, the vertical model model is, um, uh, of the Graves model is essentially a sort of a, a, um, humanity based maturity model. And it's, it's all based on things that we know and see like, the top level of it, level seven on, in the Graves model is like thought leader, which is someone who is just trying to essentially help people and it has a sense of freedom and philanthropy. And, you know, there are very few people who fit into that model. But then there's like most people in today's world are like a two or three on the Graves model. Um, so you can use that if you want to use like a hierarchical system, but at the same time, it's not really about being better or worse than someone else. It's just kind of like a, a different place. You know, for me, I'm a person that's trying to obtain a sense of freedom. So I'm somewhere in between four and five, I think, where I'm trying to move from being in a, a, a place of like uh, rules and kind of ascending in my own, um, my own niche and my own skill set within things that I'm capable of within like Myers-Briggs and multimedia and doing all this multi, uh, this, this mental health discussion, you know, I'm somewhere in between four five and six, which is like about transitioning from, um, you know, the way the world is established in terms of like rules and workplaces and, and all that stuff, moving into a sense of freedom and individuality and making money for yourself and doing all that stuff. And then moving into a place of like helping people and philanthropy, which is uh, level six. Um, because that's, that's what I feel like I'm doing with this podcast is, is doing that. So I'm like, I'm kind of in there a little bit. It's kind of amoebas, but it's, again, it's about personal growth. It's about understanding where you are as an individual so that you can find other people that are in a similar model, but it's important to not establish a sense of elitism when you're doing all of that, because it doesn't mean you're better. It just means you're in a different place. Um, you know, there are going to be patterns that you see in terms of people's development. You're going to wonder why someone's yelling at their kids all the time. You're going to wonder why someone's frustrated. But again, you know, I think it's our job as people who are developing to help other people and not necessarily lift them up to quote unquote, our level, but to help them grow in the way that they need to grow as a person. Because again, you can be a level five in the Graves model or something. And you know, it's, it's not a judgment on someone's moral character. Uh, a level of maturity doesn't necessarily mean a judgment on someone's moral character. It doesn't necessarily mean, so like it was a really great skit that, um, that, that um, uh, Patton Oswalt does where he talks a little bit about the language that people use, like how politicians can use very scripted language talking about like um, making judgments about homophobia, but then someone can be wholeheartedly positively saying something like, and forgive my language here, but he says something like, um, you know, like it's cool if those fags get together. I don't have a problem. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like intent and sometimes wording based on like bias and stuff like that can get a little bit, you know, it's just things that you're kind of used to. So you have to be expo exposed to new ideas and new people to sort of temper those things and, you know, get to a place where instead of saying that word, you're able to still say the same thing, but in a way that's like a little bit more respectful to the group or whatever. But again, you know, just because you use better language or have a better sense of education or, um, 
a better sense of self-awareness doesn't necessarily mean that you're a mature person, um, which is something I'm going to talk a little bit more about on tomorrow's episode about self-deprecation, um, especially when it comes to millennials, because my generation, um, which I'm still not sure if I count as a millennial, I don't know, I was born in 1985, you'd be the judge, but I feel like I appeal a little bit to a slightly older demographic. So, but that also probably means I'm a millennial. So I don't know. I don't know what that, I mean, that means. <laughs> so, Point being that uh, I'm going to come at my generation a little bit because there is a lot of self-deprecating humor. There's a lot of self-awareness within um, within the the millennial culture, as it were. But it's not an excuse to not to stop growing, to stop maturing. You know, self-awareness does not equal maturity. You know, and um, continuing to feel bad about yourself. So I'm going to break that down a little bit on the next episode, but I hope you enjoyed this one. I kind of stumbled through it a little bit. Again, I'm a little bit foggy, but <laughs> I hope you got the idea that, you know, maturity level and development is personal and other people's development is also going to be personal. And there's not an excuse to put yourself above another person to feel like you're better. It's about, you know, and, and if you're going to be having conflict with people, it's going to be more productive to have conflict with people who are, and, and in relation to, you know, online discussions is going to be more um, effective to have uh, discussions and conflict and work through a problem with someone who is on a similar wavelength and willing to have a discussion and willing to work through things in a way that you know how um, and uh, grow someone who's on the same light wavelength or maybe a little bit, you know, past it or something like that, depending again on your own individual perspective. So it's a little bit complicated. I'll probably break it down a little bit in a more clear headed way in the future. But again, I always appreciate your feedback. So if you want to hit me up with a voice message here on anchor, you can certainly do that or hit me up at let's go C note on Twitter. That would be a great place to talk about all of this stuff. And uh, I rant on there occasionally. You can go to dopamine.life to support the show. Please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Podbean or wherever it is that you listen to this reviews help with the exposure of the show. And I want to keep this thing growing because I want this to be my life. I like doing this show. I want to make money from it. So in that case, you can also go to dopamine.life and support the show monetarily with, uh, by clicking the support this show button on anchor. Um, also go to my, uh, if you want to learn more about me, you can go to cnote.media learn about my courses and all that stuff. There's a newsletter there. And like I mentioned before, there's a link in our description to uh, a survey. Just, I want to get to know the audience a little bit better. I want to get to know you and what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show um, and certain topics that appeal to you, things like that. So with that, I hope this episode was helpful to you. I hope you have a good Wednesday. Take care of yourselves and I'll catch you tomorrow on dopamine. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.